Hello. Hi, Linda. On the road again. You can hear me all right? I can hear you great. Can great. You hear me okay? I can hear you perfectly. Hooray. Hooray. Desert Linda, Desert Linda. Desert Linda. So sandy. I know. I'm a sandy girl. How is sandy life out there? Uh, it's pretty good. It's going exactly as I expected. Um, like, the trip out here was kind of stressful. It's the first time flying with a dog. How did uh, how'd little Lenny do? Uh, so he was fine, except for uh, when he wasn't. So there were these moments where he was like, he looked like the movie Alien, where there's like the alien in the guy's chest, and you can see it all moving around under the skin. Like, that's what he looked like in his bag. Oh, buddy. And, oh, buddy. I know. It was so sad. And so, like, right after the plane took off, he was doing it the most. I mean, obviously. Like, what are all these feelings? Right. His <laughs> ears so, are popping. He's hearing awful noise. Everything feels weird inside his organs. <laughs> yeah. And so I uh, just held him for a minute because I was like, you know, I'll let them ask me once. I won't make them ask me twice, but... He's like losing his goddamn mind. So I, I, I would like to comfort him a little bit. So uh, I, I opened up his little bag and gave him lots of cuddles. And then they came over and they said, you can't do that. <laughs> and they did the thing. Dog they told you the thing. once. They did the thing. They told me the once. They never had to tell me again. And it just it sucks because, you know, they have to be zipped up. And I get why. It's not like, you know, of course, of course they should be. But it, it's like. It feels so cruel. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is a little cruel, but that's just that's just that's life. I mean, the other option is leave him alone the entire month or whatever. That would not be fun for him either. So, yeah. Sorry, exactly. Leonard. Sorry, Leonard. You got to endure a flight. He's already over it. He just went on that. Well, it was a little hike that we just went on just to wet the palate. Wet the hiking palate. And. Uh, yeah. Just just to wet your hiking boots, get them wet for the first time in a in a few uh, few months. Yeah, it was the amuse bouche of hikes, just a little nibble. Hiker hiker teeth is that a thing? Ooh, I think so. It's clearly it not. Now. It's clearly not and a so thing from I your get... response. That's fine. It's clearly not a thing. I get it. Whatever. <laughs> so then, Andy, I got to LAX where I got to the budget rent a car where I met a bunch of nice Canadians and I took the car out to do here and, and uh the the Airbnb not not as great as I expected. Oh no. Not as, uh, good as the... it, it it happens sometimes, but for me it's like there are things that I don't mind when they're not great, but one of the things I can't get over is smell. Ooh. So there's like a real dingy pot smell throughout both little cabins. You think? But in you're the saying, worst way, are you suggesting they, like, that make... people in Joshua Tree smoke pot, Linda? <laughs> that is a bold assertion. You better be prepared to back that up because I have never heard anything to that effect. <laughs> it's like I can't, I can't even complain to the hosts because they'd be like, "What, what the fuck did you expect?" <laughs> well, have we? I don't think you we told the story on the show of when I was in New York last and we rented that Airbnb. And uh, oh it, yeah, you had that awful. Where it was, it was called. And here's the thing, you know, I I know I know the lingo. I'm cool. I'm down with with drug terms. And the apartment was called like 
luxury 420 suite and i was like okay so either it's this is this person's like number of their suite and they are like woefully uninformed but that seems unlikely i'm like more likely this probably just means that they're like friendly right like they are they're weed friendly they're down to clown they're not going to narc on you or whatever it's kind of what i took it to mean when right. what it actually meant when we got there is that it was a disgusting disgusting apartment in horrible disrepair where they were growing a bunch of pot uh, in the in the Airbnb, which uh, I guess is uh, not yet legal in New York, but will be at some point in the next year or so. I don't know. It was uh, it was really rough. We are basically off Airbnbs, Hillary and I. We're like not doing it anymore, pretty much ever, unless it's like a explicitly a destination Airbnb and like some exotic location. Like if we're anywhere where there's a hotel, we're getting a hotel. Yeah, and yeah, so like I got here, it had that smell, the smell where like the pot smoke was covered up by something like vaguely vanilla scented, which just makes me want to die. <laughs> like, Yikes. It was just like little things, like little things that I'm being a bougie bitch and I'm like, Ugh, the trim in the bathroom doesn't like connect to like, Ew, you can see all the rough edges. So it was like, you know, well, once you get in like that mindset, renovated in a snap. once you get in that mindset, though, right. it's like everything, everything you see through a different lens. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like the smell hit me first and then everything else was just like a snowball. And so it looks like I might lose signal for a second. So if you lose me, just talk about uh, pot or something. Cool. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was, I don't know. I, I kind of spiraled a little bit. I looked at other places. I looked at hotels. I was like, I already paid for this place for like a month. What am I going to do? And then like I got a good night's sleep and I woke up and the sun was beautiful. And it was like the most beautiful sunrise coming in the window. And I was like, I can deal with these little things. This is just how it is sometimes. It's fine. I got a bunch of like candles and I opened the windows. And I cooked bacon. Turns out what you will do is adapt, Linda. You will adapt. Exactly. Human beings are so adaptable. And then, like, I called my sister because my sister always sets me straight in situations like this. And she's like, I'm sorry, is your Airbnb not up to your standards? And is that what you needed in that moment? uh, Is that why you called her? Because you knew she would give you what you needed? Yeah, because I called Mark, and Mark was being a very good partner, and he was, you know, trying to help problem solve and be like, oh, what about this other Airbnb? Oh, classic man thing. Classic man thing. Yeah, but it's like, you know, he was genuinely like, well, if you're not comfortable there, then, like, let's fix it. And But my sister was like, just adapt and get over it, you little little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of what I needed to hear was that. Well, we all have different kinds of support in our life. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, so yeah, now I'm just kind of trying to figure out what to do with my hands for the next couple of weeks. I, uh, what are the leading had a really contenders? lovely interaction. Well, so quick story. Uh, I had a little like fun serendipity moment this morning. You love those. I went to the grocery store. Like I do. I went to the grocery store at like 7am because jet lag. And, um, I loaded up on, like, everything I'm going to need for the next month. And so I had this huge cart full of crap. And um, because the Airbnb had, like, a roll of toilet paper, a roll of paper towel. You know, it was pretty, like, bare bones. Yeah, you're going to eat that roll of toilet paper in the first night for sure. (laughs) 
all that beef jerky on the airplane was a bad choice. Um, so I uh, went to check out and there was only the like 15 items or less lane open. There was only one lane and because it was so early mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, I have a whole bunch of stuff. Is that okay? And the lady was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I looked around. There's nobody there. And so she starts checking me out. And then this woman comes up behind me. And she has a muffin. Like, <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> muffin. This is an episode so of Seinfeld, Linda. Funny. It is. It is. It was like, that was Larry David. And so I was like, hey, uh, can you stop checking me out and check her out, please? So I don't hold her up. And the cashier was like, I do not have the technology to figure out how to do that. Yeah, you that's, know, a, that's like, a big ask. She was like, I already started... It is. She's like, I already started scanning yours. Uh, and I was like, the Just lady buy the lady a muffin. It's okay. I've got all day. I know. So the lady, oh, that's what I should have done. Dang it. I did the, oh, stupid. So anyways, so uh, she, the lady behind me then offers to help unload my cart. And I was like, oh, I don't need to. And she's like, here you go. And she's like, started to just help anyways. And I was like, uh, thank you. What's your name? Her name is Linda. Bah, bah, bah. Was it you coming to close your loop? Is your loop getting closed? Is it you from the future? I think so. Now, is is this future is an elderly black woman? I was about to say, was this an older woman? I assume. No, no offense to you, but your name is definitely not normal for our generation. It is pretty normal for like a boomer to be named Linda. Yes, it is pretty. Yes, this was a boomer-aged individual. but, you know, it still was a, a moment of serendipity that I needed after being a whiny little bitch about how I didn't like the place that I booked. And it made me happy. And she kept saying uh, when I was like, oh, my gosh, that's my name. And then she kept saying, God bless you. And she kept talking about <laughs> she's, like, she's like, this lady's got problems, clearly. Like, she should not be this, obs- this happy about this. Like, bless you, child. Jesus, like, get right with God. You are messed up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that kind of set my day off. Nice. That's fun. Uh, yeah. It's a fun little moment. Now I'm driving through through a cute little town. Well, very exciting, that's it. Linda. That's, that's, that's all uh, you got. I mean, that's, that's all you're supposed to have on the first couple uh, first couple days of Desert Linda. You're not you're supposed to be decompressing, you know, sitting with your own thoughts or whatever. So are you not yeah, you are working from from the desert, today. right though? Yes, and like the company that I'm working with, they're doing this big like sales positioning workshop this week, and I'm sitting in on those calls. So sales I did positioning that today. workshop calls. Yikes! Bing bong. <laughs> April Dunford fact. Wait, what'd you say? Uh, April Dunford. What is that? It's the name of the woman who does it. She's great. She's freaking awesome. Oh, okay. Cool. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I am working, and just uh, my sister is coming on Thursday with my niece. Oh, actually, I, don't, I didn't know your sister was coming out to visit you. That's very exciting. Yeah, it was uh, it was uncertain, um, but she just confirmed like a week ago, and so they got their tickets, and I'm very excited to take them on sweet little hikes, and we're gonna hang out in Palm Springs and make some yeah, pancakes. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah. They eat these things called power waffles. 
I like waffles. I'm not sure I'm gonna like, like the power aspect. What, what do they like? Make the waffle <laughs> make the waffle dough with uh, waffle batter with Red Bull or something? Like, what's a power waffle? I don't know, but there's like a bear on the on the label, and it's just like. And then they also eat these things called power bars. <laughs> I asked them for their grocery list, and she was like, "Power waffles." Power bar. Oh, they being <laughs> they being your family members. I thought you meant like the the citizens yes. of the of the Southwest ate these things, but no, you mean your family eats these things. Uh, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my sister was like, these are the only items that we require. <laughs> so, so you're in line at the grocery store with sixty various power items: power bars, power waffles, yeah, exactly. power drink, and, and then, uh, there's a woman behind you with a single other... muffin. <laughs> yeah. Other Linda, who graciously helped me out, she unloaded all of your uh, power had? tacos out of your out of your cart. <laughs> Put them on the conveyor belt. For power you. butter. Power butter. <laughs> Regular butters for pussies get power butter. <laughs> and I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow, Andy, to determine whether I need ADHD medicine. I'm finally doing it. Wow. Oh, boy, Linda. I think about that daily. <laughs> I think about that so much. Yeah. Oh, I just... You know what really, what really pushed me over the edge is that I've been thinking about it, and I've signed up uh, to try to get this appointment a few times, and then it asks me for my um, insurance card. And I've started the process and stopped three times because it asks for your insurance card. I go to get my insurance card and then I lose focus. Wow. And so I was like, I think that's my sign. I feel like I have the same, I have a similar kind of thought process around anxiety medication where it's like, I really feel like we have just built a society that is going to turn everybody into an anxious uh, unfocused mess like <laughs> like which i yeah. don't i don't think invalidates the the medication or any like diagnosis right it's like if that's a thing it's affecting you it's affecting you but i also feel like society should change damn it not me i should, I should just we should just ban the internet or like re- re- really dramatically change it i don't know i i often wonder if yeah, i would be I really like a superhero like with like... adhd meds i i fantasize about it a lot but have never once spoken to a doctor about it so i feel like they're just gonna ask me like oh like are you productive and i'll be like i mean yeah i i'm a member of uh, society i get shit done i guess i don't know so far all of the questions and the questionnaire i was like uh strongly agree strongly agree <laughs> yeah i've taken some of those like uh, online just... questionnaires obviously there's no real medicine behind them i assume but it's always like yeah you you check you check you check all the boxes yeah and this is just like the pre-questionnaire before i talk to the doctor so i have like an hour-long appointment with a doctor who's gonna i mean i'm also assuming that with these online things they're just like whatever everyone has add it's in some some i think i told you my experience with the uh with the anti-anxiety and depression meds where i was just like i would like these medications because i am sad and they were like are you really sad and i was like yes and they were like okay here you go i was on the call for like eight minutes yeah with a a person that never met me before and they were like yep sure you sound sad go for it wow which yeah i actually feel like there are doctors who are really just like that's their whole model they're just like here check this box okay Here's your drugs. And well, the, the appointments are like eight minutes long. If I, have, that. I have mixed feelings about it, right? Like on one level, like I do really like having some amount of control over my own health care, right? Like that's a positive. But on the flip side, I would much prefer somebody that's uh, more intelligent than me to have some control as well or to like at least have oversight over it. But 
I mean, do you, you don't have a doctor. Do you have a doctor that is like your doctor? Uh, no, but I just signed up for a thing called Tia, and then I will. More on that later. It's a pretty cool service for ladies' reproductive health. Uh, anyways, no. I feel like more women have a doctor because of specifically reproductive health, because it's a whole thing, right? Like annual checkups and stuff. And uh, especially for like men of our generation, I don't know anybody that has a fucking doctor in our generation. It's like I've, oh, I've yeah. tried to get a doctor. I've gone to the the doctor store and said, "Hello, I have this insurance. Could you please assign me a doctor?" They assign me a doctor. I do the intake thing, and they're like, "Why are you here?" I'm like, "I'm here for my regular thing. I'm supposed to be here for like a regular checkup, right? Isn't that like a thing you want me to do?" And they're like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Nothing. I don't think, but." I'm supposed to be like a physical. I don't know. Is that what I want? And then they do like a session with me. And then I come back in six months or a year and it's a totally different doctor. That doctor's gone. Now it's a new doctor. I've done this like four times. Uh, and eventually I just stopped going. I'm like, I'm not going to try to do this. Like I'm trying to be healthy, proactive thing again, because it very clearly goes against the whole system, right? Like they're not expecting you to show up there for a proactive yeah. health check. to like try and establish a relationship with, yeah. a, with a physician. That's not what they do. Very upsetting. Well, that's the thing is, like, on every on every form, there's always like, "Who's your primary care physician?" And I'm like, "What?" Lol. I don't know. Lol. <laughs> like, and I also used to do one medical. Uh, there was an office in my neighborhood, and it was super convenient. But you're just like, whoever's there, whoever's available. <laughs> doctor available is my oh, is my doctor. <laughs> yeah, and as a as stop a lady, waiting for Doctor Wright. Like, Get Doctor Wright most... now. <laughs> Get Doctor right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name for a new healthcare startup. Uh, we can start it here. Get Doctor right now. You just get doctorrightnow.com. <laughs> well, Linda, I'm very excited like to hear. I, when I was the, the most, I want to finish the thought. I'm when sorry. I was the most Go. sexually active. I uh, I went to the OBGYN uh, for a physical and like Pap smear and stuff, and it was like my annual thing, and uh, they kind of like shamed me. They were like. You know, you don't have to do this every year, right? And I was just like, well, isn't that like the responsible thing to do? Like, I've had multiple partners in the last year. I just want to check things out. And they're like, you're fine. Yeah, I get that shit all the time. I get that shit all the time. And it's like, I don't know. It's so frustrating. I mean, not that exact thing. But yeah, I get that all the time, too. I remember, like, I used to go to uh, just to the Planned Parenthood in Baltimore to get checked for STDs when I was in college and single and sleeping around. And they were always looking at me like I had like 20 eyes on my head. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm just here to get proactively checked. And they're like, you have no symptoms? I'm like, no. They're like, you have any unprotected sex? I'm like, no. But, you know, stuff happens. And they're like, oh, okay, fine. Pee in this cup or whatever. But it was always like, yeah. See? Ugh, so annoying. It's a thing. We've got bad healthcare in this country, Linda. I'm not sure. That's maybe a, maybe a hot take. I'm not sure people have heard that before. But uh, I think in the America think- American healthcare system, bad. That's my take. I don't think we've ever talked about that on this show. No, probably not. It's a very positive show. We try I'm and kidding. we try and keep it upbeat. <laughs> uh, do you want to do media criticism corner? Let's, let's do you, do it. Should we do media criticism corner? Yeah, let's do it. Are we going to talk about uh, Don't let's Look Up? The media. Oh yeah, talk about Don't Look Up. Okay, so listener. Uh, Andy texted me. Was it yesterday? Two days ago? And said, "Have you seen Don't Look Up?" And I said, "Yes." It's fun. And fun. he said, great description. Which I said kind of ironically. <laughs> I hope that came across. Like, uh, I'm not sure fun is how I would describe it. I was it. busy. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't owe me a response. Like, have... That's fine. 
I like responding. I liked that you texted me, and I liked the movie, and I wanted to, I wanted to show you that. Okay. In a quick uh, fashion. I appreciate it. Now, now, right. can, now can right. I get the deeper, the deeper Linda thoughts on uh, Don't Look Up? What did you think yeah. of this film, Linda? Well, okay, it was okay. So it was genuinely just fun to watch. Like, there's lots of like funny moments. Uh, and it, it felt like I was watching Idiocracy or something. Like, sometimes it felt a little too on the nose. Like, they were, like, making all this commentary about how dumb America is and how bad we are at responding to crisis situations. Uh, and just being, like, so over the top with it that you're like, okay, of course it wouldn't be that bad. Uh, at least, I don't know. It felt like the movie was definitely made or at least written during the Trump era because it was, like actually not that crazy compared to all the Trumpy stuff that we saw. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that it was just like a fun what if, and I liked that there wasn't a happy ending. Fun <laughs> what if, and you like, liked I, that there I, wasn't a happy ending. Jeez. Wow. Woof. <laughs> Scalding takes from well, Desert like Linda. You you are truly at, at peace with, uh, it, with, uh, with the, with your with the world, if you're out there, just like that was fun. I enjoyed myself. Two thumbs up. I mean, I'm kind of a nihilist. I'm kind of a nihilist, so I felt very seen. I felt like yes, yeah, this is pretty much probably what would fucking happen. Like well, nobody would take it seriously, and then they would do all the wrong things, and then it would result in a catastrophe. Well, it, the entire thing to me seemed like a very clear metaphor and analogy for climate change did you not think that uh a little bit but i think that like you know the fact that it was this huge meteor and it was like this very very uh pressing like time sensitive thing oh so now climate change isn't pressing or time sensitive linda yeah the second the word came out of my mouth i was like (laughs) gotcha bitch (laughs) yeah okay yeah 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 it's a climate change uh, thing too. I mean, that that is not what I was thinking the whole time. I was oh, more like that's what I, was th- I, I was thinking two things the whole time. This is how I tend to. You go. Uh, okay, we'll get to your things. But I I tend to watch movies. I'm really like lucky in that I can just turn off my inner monologue. Wow. Or like fuck the the dissection of it. What the fuck is that like? And, like Jesus. Like Mark. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, Mark will be like, oh, I think that so-and-so is the murderer. Oh, like, he wants to kind of, like, try to predict what's going to happen. And I've I've always been really good at just letting it happen to me. And I get really upset when people are like, oh, maybe they're trying to say that. I don't know. Uh, I think that stuff kind of tends to sink in later on. Like, in conversations like this one. Hmm. All right, so what are your two things? Uh, The two things I was thinking the whole time were... I was kept on comparing everything that was happening to climate change. And it really feels to me like it is not a what would happen if there was a comet coming towards the planet. It is a what is literally happening right now exactly every single day with climate change. Every single part of it, right? Yeah. And like basically like the Jennifer Lawrence character is me in that I am just paralyzed and depressed and uh, have just given up, right? Like I just I look at the, the entire system. I'm like, yeah, we're never going to solve this problem. And I feel like the... Leonardo DiCaprio character is like a, a classic like liberal who's like, ah, well, clearly we'll solve this problem. We solve all the problems and, you know, we'll figure it out and we're, you know, savvy or whatever. He eventually comes around to the end and realizes that it's all for naught. But for a long time, he participates in that like liberal 
capitalist right. solution based economy where it's like yeah and we're he gets gonna... into the politics of it right exactly he's like yeah we're gonna solve this meanwhile you know she's just having breakdowns and screaming and crying and he eventually at the very end does you know the same thing pretty much but it takes him a lot longer to break and so i really you know i think the the main thing i felt was like definitely being seen right like i was like yeah this is exactly how i feel about the world and i i honestly did not even feel like i was watching a movie i was like yeah this is just life this is this is the world we live in and i uh, found it like profoundly yeah. depressing for that reason though i do like laughing at, at like bleak and sad things humor is a big coping mechanism for me so it was very funny and i appreciated those moments of humor um the other thing that uh, i talked about with some friends afterwards is like do you think like, here's a question for you how many republicans do you think have seen this movie like one maybe <laughs> like one in a focus group basically because because i i i don't think yeah. that the like Netflix algorithm is going to show it to any of them, right? Like the algorithm knows what kind of media you like, and it knows if you're oh, the kind yeah. of person that's going to like this movie or not. And so I had this thought of like, basically the whole movie was exactly the, uh, you know, the, the concert towards like the, I don't know, towards the peak of the movie where the Ariana Grande uh, singer character does a like concert for looking up or whatever, like the, their last chance, like, you know, save the world kind of tour. <laughs> Like, that concert is what the movie is. Like, yeah. the movie is like, guess what, dumbasses? You can't fucking do anything about this, so you might as well, like, sit and laugh at the spectacle. And, like, we're going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars making this movie, which will then make us a bunch of money. Uh, and we're just going to talk about the fact that, yeah, we're fucked, right? Like, it's a whole, whole, like, sweeping pop song about how fucked we are. And that's what this movie is. This whole, this whole movie is a big sweeping pop song about how fucked we are. And... Yeah, like, in some ways, it, right. like, you, you got to feel a little cucked for watching it. It's like, yeah, you got me. I'm at the concert for the end of times. So like, <laughs> yep. I'm at the concert. <laughs> got me. I'm, I'm that guy. I'm there. I'm there, and I'm telling my friend that it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on, I, yes, I'm on my podcast now. Like, they literally could have had, like, in those, like, super cut scenes where they're showing, like, people posting on Instagram and Facebook, all those, like, cringy memes and stuff. They literally could have had a 10-second clip of a podcast like ours talking about the concert. Like, did you see it? It was this, boo, 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 boo. That's just what we're doing now. That's what we do. <laughs> That's what we do, Linda. I know. I know. Well, it's hard to know how to change the world. That's a yeah. great, that's a very good way to put it. Very concise, Linda. I agree. It's fucking I, impossible. I wish I could turn off my brain, like you described being able to turn off your brain while watching something. It is like, to, to say that like, you know, you describe Mark as like wanting to figure it out. To describe it as like a want is like way too much, giving, it, giving me way too much control over it. Like, I cannot stop my brain from just <laughs> processing everything constantly all the time, right? Like, Dang. like in the movie, yeah. and this is, I guess, spoilers for uh, <laughs> spoilers for Don't Look Up. In the movie, when the uh, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, like you know, tech billionaire savant guy uh, tells the president that she's gonna die by getting eaten by a brontorock, and he says he doesn't know what that is. Like, I was yeah. like, I was like, I <laughs> yeah. bet, I was like, I bet this these people are gonna get on some sort of like spaceship to another planet and this like creature on another planet is going to eat her and that's, that's what happens like my brain can't stop doing that like i was like yeah well what else would a bronto rock be and I, I thought it was a great callback like it was a very funny yeah. moment but it was like that's just that's how that's how my brain watches movies which is part of why i find them boring so often because i'm just like uh, i don't know i'm andy i'm too smart for movies <laughs> I mean, it, I'm broken. I, I I can't just like viscerally enjoy them. Is the thing, <laughs> like I, I, it is not within me to like viscerally enjoy them. I also oh, feel I like love I so much. I also feel like I just need more stimulation, right? Like 
if maybe if the movie was like playing at two times speed or something, maybe maybe it would like keep my attention. But or you know, maybe you need some fucking Adderall, like yeah, I yeah. Maybe we all need some goddamn meds, Linda. I maybe I I just I definitely feel yeah. very antsy whenever I'm watching anything, and like Hillary actually kind of like gets frustrated with me because like she enjoys watching things and wants to like share in it with me, and I'm like, sorry, not fun for me. <laughs> and uh, so I've like there's a couple things I've like sat through to like enjoy them with her because she wants that, and I have to like so strongly resist the urge to pick up my phone or do anything else because I'm just like I'm sitting there and like watching the movie and my mind is thinking about a million other things and I just want to do something else diary of a man that probably needs just me but yeah yeah diary of a man that probably has ADHD you know yeah I feel you I, I I'm that way when it's just me but when I'm with Mark it or anyone else really it just turns off it's great. I'm like, oh, I can do this. I'm fine. Very impressed. Someday, maybe, I can do the Thanks. same. <laughs> Thanks. I worked really hard on it. <laughs> we, got a, we got a healthy East Coast, West Coast I'm delay going in... on here on this connection. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it like... I think it's like a two-second delay. Oh, let me unplug my phone. Let's give... I don't think, I don't think that's going to help. It's probably just going to break... If it breaks, uh, I hit you know. the video button. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, your audio quality got a little better. Oh, you're calling me on video? Here we go. Here we uh, go. No, no, no. No video. I look like shit right now. I also look like shit. Wait, hold on. If I answer my phone, what's going to happen? Uh oh. Hello. You don't look like shit. I don't know what you're talking about. Hold on. I picked up on my phone and now it's not recording you anymore because it hung up on my computer. Uh, now you look like shit. Yeah, that's a good face. I'm just going to stop the recording. We're done. Goodbye, Earth to Linda listeners.